0: Hey everyone and welcome to Cozying Up with the Clear Cut where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today I'm super excited to sit down with April Gargiulo. She's the founder of Vintner's Daughter and we talk all about how her roots in the winemaking business inspired her to create this beautiful well-crafted skincare line. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Cozying Up with the Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today, I'm so excited to sit next to April Gargiulo. She is the founder and CEO of Vintner's Daughter. Thank you so much for being with us today. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So I know that you grew up kind of around here, right? We're in San Francisco right now, and you're from Napa originally. Yes, I am. My family
1: um, is in Oakville. We have a winery in Oakville, so I was lucky to get to grow up in, in Napa. Napa Valley. Um, my mom's family um was from Napa Valley. So um we spent, you know, all of our kind of summers and um and and holidays and what have you always visiting her family.
0: That's amazing. And that's probably like one of the most beautiful places to grow up. How did um you know growing up in Napa like inspire you to start Bittner's daughter? And what was that kind of like journey like?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And it's And and really, it's everything. Mm -hmm. And growing up in a community like Napa Valley that is so focused on making some of the finest wines in the world, I grew up amongst a family and a culture that really placed such an incredibly high value on quality and craftsmanship Mm -hmm. and what it takes to make the very finest of something. And so that was something that very much defined... Or shaped how I think about luxury I mean I obviously wouldn't have said that as a kid Mm -hmm. but now as an adult I can I can say that you know when I think about luxury I don't think about necessarily a price tag or a fancy packaging I think about how something is made the intentionality behind it the raw materials it is made with right how meticulous that that um, creation process is Mm -hmm. and so I was also growing, listen, growing up, I had, I had skin stuff, right? I had cystic, cystic acne. I had pigmentation. I have, you know, all the things that go along as you grow older and was using what I thought were the best, best products. They were Mm -hmm. certainly some of the most expensive products. Um, I always joke that when my, all my friends in their twenties were buying very expensive handbags, I was buying very (laughs) expensive skincare and I, you know, fast forward and I'm pregnant with my first daughter. And as, new moms do, you go a little nuts and start looking at all the ingredients of all the things. And I was aware of the food I was eating. I was aware of, you know, all the things sort of in my life that I was engaging in, in, in awareness, meaning like what they were made from. Mm-hmm. But my skincare, I really had my head in the sand. Cause again, I was just dealing with lots of skin stuff and I didn't feel like I wanted to kind of like, you know, quote unquote compromise but I'm pregnant and I didn't feel like I could anymore. So I opened my eyes and look at the ingredients and I'm just sitting there shocked. And I could not believe that these so-called luxury products I was using were, I mean, ultimately anything but. They were like 0.01% active ingredient, the rest was filler, it was really cheap. And in some cases it was even toxic to both myself and the environment. So again growing up in that atmosphere where in order to make the finest of something you start with the finest quality raw materials and you honor those materials through very thoughtful meticulous diligent craftsmanship these products were were not even close to that right. and that really that was the genesis of Vintner's daughter how do i create a true luxury how do i create true luxury skincare that rests on that same philosophical f- foundation as the winemaking world that I had come from of of quality of craftsmanship that's that's driving incredible performance.
0: And when did you launch Vintner's Daughters and what were the the first steps that you took like when launching it? So I launched
1: in 2013 but so but the two and a half years preceding it was an incredible amount of learning. That was how we were formulating, um, our first product, active botanical serum. I was, um, it was, you know, it is still today an incredible community. Um, and I was able to just meet so many extraordinary, uh, people who helped me create that dream product. I had no formulation background. Mm -hmm. Um, I was somebody who was able to kind of um, hold this mission of creating the very finest skincare in the world, very clear and having this very clear North star. Um, even in the face of, I mean, once we had our formulation, and I always think it's funny, by the way, when I say we, because it was really, just, <laughs> it was really me. Yeah. Um, so when we, when we, I keep doing it, but today it's very much a we then it was very much an I but so we had, we, I had this formula and that incredible, you know, incredible group of people that helped me create. And it took, you know, still today, it takes three weeks to make every bottle of active botanical serum, five weeks to make every bottle of active treatment essence, which coming from the wine industry, I didn't realize was an extraordinarily long time, (laughs) right? Because a bottle of wine takes three years to make, right? And so i go to labs i'm i'm talking to the top labs in the world in the country and i'm um, asking them to make this formula showing this formula that's extraordinary formula that i know has completely has completely kind of created this like balance and health and radiance in my skin that i had struggled for all my life And they're turning me away one after another. They're turning me away and they're telling me, nope, absolutely not. We don't spend over three, three, four hours max making any product. Mm -hmm. And these were labs that are making the top most expensive sort of, you know, again, quote unquote, luxury products in the world. And so I think had I not, this goes back to your first question, had I not come from Napa Valley Mm -hmm. and had that, um, uh, that just that true North instilled in me around what actual, how you go about making the finest of something, I don't think I would have been able to, just kind of maintain like keep that true north in right. my in my viewpoint at all times.
0: So, how did you find someone that would work oh, with you on the form- formula? I was so,
1: I mean, just stubbornness maybe, or just not giving up. I guess um, I I knew who I I knew who I wanted to work with because I knew that they had done this before, like year literally decades ago and i just you know kept knocking on their door basically i'm sure they made the first the first <laughs> round of, you know just to get me out of their hair i think they're i think we're all happy with the outcome
0: and how did you get you know the word out that this was truly you know the finest skincare and have people start using it like how did you get yeah. that
1: so this is the fun part mm-hmm. i knew no one mm-hmm. again it was me i sent out i think about it now I sent out an email to about 150 people from my, you know, from just my, my personal. I, my personal yeah. friends I went to high school with, college, all the things. And, you know, for the first probably two or three months, I mean, I didn't have a PR company. Mm-hmm. I did not know any makeup artists. I did not know any celebrities. I did not know any stores. Like I just thought I'm going to have this website. I have this this product that's extraordinary everyone I give it to just just you know never wants to live without it and as far as I'm concerned that's sign of a great product like do you can you live without it no okay like that's a yeah. great product right and so I have this website and for the first probably month I know every single person who places an order right yes and then <laughs> slowly and I'm doing again it's me doing everything I'm I'm fulfillment I'm customer service I'm I'm everything all at once and, and you were, were you doing it full time? Yeah, I was doing really it down in my house. So, yeah. Yes, and um, and slowly I start seeing orders from people I don't know. I've never been to where this person just placed an order from. And what is happening is what still happens today is that friends are telling friends. Mm-hmm. It's it's this we call it. We very lovingly refer to it as the girlfriend to girlfriend effect, like G to G, and that's really how we grew. I mean, that's absolutely how we grew. And lucky for us, some of those girlfriends had very big platforms like Tracy Ellis Ross and Haley Bieber and wow. Gwyneth Paltrow, um, who were incredible and you know talked about us in press and social media and what have you.
0: Oh my God, that's amazing. And I think word of mouth is like the best way to grow a brand. Absolutely, I mean, if
1: you don't have that, you're in trouble.
0: And that's when people really love your product exactly. and it's authentic. exactly.
1: Right. I mean, you can only pay and we've never done that. But I, I know it's very kind of traditional, especially today, to, to start a company and just pay your way mm-hmm. to sales. We've never done that. We have really relied still today on that girlfriend to girlfriend.
0: So from growing and launching Vintner's Daughter, what are like three takeaways that you would, you know, if someone else was trying to start a business, the advice you would give to them?
1: I would say be so clear about what your North Star is because everyone is going to try to kind of imprint their version of it on you. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that you shouldn't learn and adapt along the way. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're not really clear about what your value proposition is and how you want to go about talking about it and having it live in the world, then you're going to stumble a lot and make a lot of wrong turns and 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 listen we all do it's not to say that you won't but um i think you have to really be just like crystal on what your north star is and follow it with so much heart and so much hustle and i think gosh i mean i think team is a big big learning Mm -hmm. um it's you know ultimately i can't remember who has said it but i it's a i want to say it's jim collins who wrote you know kind of famously wrote um I think it's called built to last, whatever, anyway, some kind of business book. And it was something that along these lines, and I'm sure I'm going to destroy it, but it was something about like teamwork, each strategy for breakfast. Mm -hmm. So you can have the the most incredible strategy on earth that if you don't have the team to make it happen, then you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. So it's really, I just think team is so critical. And I think I, i and team changes, right? Mm-hmm. The team that's right for for when you begin is probably maybe not right. I mean, if you're lucky, it's still the same team 5, 10 years later. Um those are the two that come come to mind.
0: Awesome. And was there like a pivotal moment when growing your business that like really shaped the trajectory?
1: That's a great question. You know, I would say there's a couple. One so, okay. So when we started, we had a single product. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we still only have two. This is extraordinary, uh, extraordinarily unusual for mm-hmm. beauty. Most beauty companies either start with five and then quickly add. But no beauty company after a year, two, three has, has less than probably 10 products. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not what happens. It's so driven by this idea of like new and more and next and new and more and next. And I think it's actually what's hurting us at this point. I think consumers are just over it yeah um but so i have a single product it's 2013 i have a single product it's a product that i know is having this extraordinarily positive impact on people's skin and i want to bring it to retailers mm-hmm. and so i identify two retailers that i want to talk to and i call them up and um again this is just still me i don't i don't know yeah. <laughs> I, I know no one from nowhere And I'm explaining the product. I send the product. They fall in love with the product and they say, oh my gosh, we love this so much, but we can't, we don't know what to do with a single product. Right. We don't know how to talk about it. We don't know how to merchandise it. This was at the moment of like the 12 step.
0: Yes. I mean, it
1: was probably like the 50 step, right? It was like this idea of like, you know, the more steps you have in your skincare routine, the like closer to God you are or something, right? It just made you like, I don't even know. It was insane. But for me, that is not wellness to me. But, um, so I, I have this, you know, my idea was how do I create, like, how do I create fewer products that are made better so that you get more results
0: right. out of fewer,
1: right? So fewer and better. Um, anyway, so I, so they tell me this over and over again and I think, oh my gosh, okay. Like you guys just don't get what I'm talking about. And so again, this is a story of me just, you know, (laughs) saying taking no is not yet. Mm -hmm. And so a couple big moments were when like really big key retailers said, yes, let's, let's go do this. Um, well, since we are, I mean, since we're, we're going to talk about jewelry here. Um, those were moments when I still remember them today that I, as, as a sort of a, a moment of celebration, bought myself jewelry. Love that. Yeah. Um, like I still like this ring that I'm wearing today, mm-hmm. that one mm-hmm. I bought myself when I got like a PO from one of these, yeah. right? And then I have another ring that I had another PO. So, um, they're like moments and jewelry has always been one of those things that I sort of have tend to like, I like to give myself jewelry or buy myself jewelry. Yeah.
0: And we've been seeing a lot more like self-purchasing women, like celebrating like promotions or big wins. And this is a good segue into jewelry because we why we love it so much is because they hold like sentimental value you can pass it on and like there's emotion attached to a lot of jewelry yes um do you have like any specific pieces that like hold extra special meaning to you? i have so
1: many yeah (laughs) um and i have two girls so they'll they already have their eyes and they're already like calling dibs on things which is a crack up so yeah i mean the ring that i told Mm -hmm. you about right of course i have sentimental value of this because it was, I remember that moment. Um, this, I have a necklace on that my grandmother gave. Oh, well, anyway, one of these, my grandmother gave me. Mm -hmm. Um, um, but they're, they're all, they're all moments that, um, Like I, I know how each one of them came into my life. Right. Right. And so they do hold, they hold value to me. They also luckily hold value out in the world. (laughs) Um, and then, I mean, you'll notice that I have three different earrings on because (laughs) I have lost the other, the pairs to all of them. Well,
0: I love like how you're layering and mixing all of your jewelry. It's like so cool and funky.
1: Well, thank you. Um, and I actually was on the, you know, I was like this ring, um, an artist named Kim Dunham mm-hmm. just created a logo mark for Vittner's Daughter, so like a coat of arms almost for our for our oh um, God, for a so brand cool. that really encompasses our ethos around around incredible craftsmanship, incredible sourcing That's of the so cool. of the most nutrient dense plants, and then how that and so this is a signet ring of yeah. that, and she created that for us. So that was really that was a really fun process. Um, yeah. So
0: how would you come up with the name Vintner's Daughter?
1: Vintner's Daughter. So. Um, it because it was when i was pregnant and i'm a vintner um who vintner is someone who makes wine (laughs) it was named after my daughter really
0: oh so cute Mm -hmm. hey everyone olivia here hope you're enjoying our episode our clear-cut collection features fine jewelry pieces inspired and designed with you in mind our collection is ever-changing and each piece is handmade and made to order here in new york city Don't forget to check it out and use the code COZY, C-O-Z-Y, for free shipping on any purchase. So we like to play this game where we rate diamond engagement rings from one to 10. So one being your least favorite, 10 being your most favorite, and there's no right or wrong answer, just your personal opinion. Okay. So we can start with this one. This is a five carat emerald cut. Um, It's set in platinum with tapered baguette side stones.
1: Should I try them on? Yes. Okay. Uh, that one's pretty.
0: And this is for like your personal style. Okay,
1: I love this one, but I would say that um, the square is not or the emerald cut is not great for my
0: finger. So out of from one to ten, what would you rate it for you
1: for? I mean, it's a beautiful ring, so I hate to give it anything under a ten. But like, again, for my. My finger shape. I don't know. I mean, one to t- I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's beautiful. I have to give it a 10, right? Well, it's not for you. But not for me. So I don't seven, know. Seven, sure, seven,
0: eight. <laughs> <laughs> 7.8. Okay, next is a five carat old mine. So it's an antique cut. Um, this one's set in an antique platinum ring.
1: Okay, so this is a funny like full, um, full disclosure. I'm on my third setting for my engagement ring. (laughs) Love that. Because, um, I mean, the one that my husband gave me was beautiful, and then my taste changed, and so I got a different one, and then my my taste changed again, and so now I'm on my third. That one's very beautiful. I feel like that looks good. I was just about to say. Okay, yeah, that one's,
0: I'll give that one a 10. 10. Okay, perfect. This one is a four carat modern cushion cut. It's set in a yellow gold band with a hidden halo.
1: I do like yellow gold.
0: Ooh. I like that one, I'll give it a 10 too. <laughs> Two tens. <laughs> oh, you're easy. I, love, I know, I love jewelry, I can't help it. All right, and last but not least, similar setting, but this one has a 1.7 carat oval. I can give that one a seven. Okay, <laughs>
1: why seven? I, I it's only because of my my shape fingers. I just don't think that
0: like the the ones this way. We like more like cushion mm-hmm. kind of rounded. Perfect. Thank you for playing. Yeah, <laughs> that
1: was fun. That's like what I don't need to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so jumping back in. Um, So you launched with one product, how do you come up with the second one and what is it? Yeah, okay,
1: so good question. So my second, so first product was Active Botanical Serum, second product five years later, Mm -hmm. um, Active Treatment Essence. And it was really one, brought upon the other and so when we create our products like I said each bottle takes of active botanical serum takes three weeks each bottle of active treatment essence takes five weeks industry averages around three hours yeah and that's and that's because most products are using um, very kind of fast they're like fast food right Mm -hmm. imagine imagine a fast food versus you know a beautifully prepared plate of whole food right that's what we are making that beautifully prepared plate of whole food which takes longer right and so the way that we make make um, formulations is we begin with whole plants. So we're not using the shortcuts. We're not using powders and extracts and 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 um, synthetics, which are you know very easy to kind of mix and put in a bottle. We begin with whole plants, some of the most nutrient dense whole plants in the world and over the course of three weeks we create what we call our phytoradiance which is an infusion of all those beautiful whole plants and so with every drop of our formulas your skin's getting this incredibly nutrient dense cocktail right that's going to bring about this incredible health and radiance and balance in the skin. And in nature nutrients are either oil soluble or water soluble. Mm -hmm. So active botanical serum which is an oil based serum, through that we're able to deliver all the oil soluble nutrients. and I knew that I needed to create the product that would um, complement that with all the water soluble nutrients, it. right? Mm-hmm. So, like an oil soluble nutrient, it's vitamin E or vitamin A. A, a water soluble nutrient is like a vitamin B or a vitamin C, right? Mm-hmm. Really important vitamins for skin health. And interestingly enough, when you think about skincare, you think about hydration and you think about moisture. And this kind of blows people's minds sometimes. Hydration and moisture are completely different, mm-hmm. and your skin needs both
0: what's Hydra- the difference i'm gonna tell you
1: <laughs> hydration is the water content in your skin moisture is oil mm. hydration has a much smaller particle size hydrating products and so they're able to penetrate your skin much deeper also our bodies are 65 percent plus water so they're able to go they're able to penetrate more deeply moisture again which is oil has a larger particle size and its purpose is to form an occlusive layer over your skin to maintain the hydration Got it. so they are perfectly complementary completely different and both necessary and so with active botanical serum which is an oil base that was the moisture yeah so along with also being able to give the skin all the water soluble nutrients i also needed to create a product that delivered incredible hydration to again provide that perfect complement to active botanical serum it's why you have mm-hmm apply active treatment essence first, because it's your hydration step, and then you apply your moisture step, your oil step, to again, protect all that hydration in your skin. And so the two of them, when you when you apply, well you cleanse, and then you apply active treatment essence, and then you follow with active botanical serum, your skin is literally getting everything it needs to be its best, all the hydration, all the moisture, all the nutrition.
0: So you don't need to put like a moisturizer on top. Nope. top.
1: You are putting a moisturizer yeah. on because a moisturizer is active botanical serum. That oil is moisture. Like a cream, that's what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. A cream is an emulsion, is in a mixture of oil and water at its most basic, right? right? So it's a mixture of hydration and moisture. Got that's it. why we've all become so confused by Hydration and moisture, are they the same? Are they different, right? It's because there's a cream and so they get talked about as if they are the same, although they're completely different. When you separate the two and have a distinct hydration step followed by a distinct moisture step, you're able to get deeper hydration because it doesn't get interfered with by the larger molecule oil. Mm -hmm. And then vice versa, the oil is able to do its job better of maintaining that, or, or I should say of kind of creating that occlusive layer over the hydration to protect it.
0: Very cool. So, What's your science—your science lesson for the day. I mean, I did not know that. So I know, right? <laughs> I, it's it's sort
1: of mind blowing once you once you realize that you're like, okay, wait a second. So I really need to like kind of rethink my steps and all the different. Yeah, totally.
0: Mm-hmm. What are your like skincare do's and don'ts?
1: skincare do's and don'ts i mean for me it's like use the f- best products have consistency i think consistency is is really key i think cons- i think it's re- listen i think it's really hard for consumers to understand what the best products are yeah. what that even means highest quality because it does not mean price point
0: and there's so many products out there to it's extraordinary
1: through. and so many of them are the same mm-hmm. there's so many of the same and they're just the same thing you can buy and even marcus for four hundred dollars for hyaluronic is literally the same thing that you could go buy at Walgreens for five, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's the same. And so I really think you have to like just do a little bit of research. The idea that you need to use 10 products is very old fashioned. Um, you know, look for products that um, or I should say, companies that share your ethos and share your values around quality and around craftsmanship if you can. It's it it is harder to um take that step. And then the last thing I would say is like. I think if any company is coming at you with kind of gaslighting language around your skin, things like correct and fix and transform and improve, um, I would kind of call bullshit on it and say like, wait a second, like your there there's this this thing that happens in beauty and it probably happens in other industries as well is they sort of create the insecurity to then fill the try to fill the gap later right mm-hmm. they're like creating creating the doubt to then try to sell you to like market to it later. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's it's not some kind of like big bomb of insecurity that drops in your lap, but it's like a slow drip every day that happens especially to women like all of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you get sold, especially when you're younger, I think you get sold on this idea that of anti-aging, which is obviously ridiculous and it gets sold to women. So the idea that, so the only way you don't age is if you're dead.
0: right yeah
1: right so like I I feel like we need to all have like gratitude around the fact that we're aging because we're here and we like we're here in this beautiful place in this beautiful time so you know for me I think well
0: girls are getting like Botox at like 21 now
1: oh don't even get me started like the preventative Botox (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yep I mean it's all fear it's all fear it's it is it is it is it is again. It's creating that doubt. It's creating that wound, and then trying to sell something that's going to, going to supposedly fix it, but it never will.
0: Well, I trust that you know your products are good because your skin looks amazing. Oh my gosh,
1: you're so sweet. <laughs> I literally just got off a plane from Paris two seconds ago. Oh my God. So I have not slept in like 36 hours. I'm just like I mean, it I'm looks like so glowy. Tea. Well, I I mean, I took a shower.
0: <laughs> I put some mascara on. Um, yeah. So thank you. Well, this was very eye opening, and I'm really excited to try the product. Um, where can people shop, follow you, all of that
1: good stuff? All the things. Okay, so vintnersdaughter.com, mm-hmm. um, and then at vintnersdaughter, uh, TikTok, and Instagram, Facebook, wherever 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 what they play. What stores are you guys in? We are in, um, great question, we are in, let's see, Cap Beauty, Violet Grey, Net-A-Porter, um, Cosbar, uh, um, Space NK, we have everywhere, and, and, and we have about 200 independent and kind of very tastemaker retailers around the world as well um, that are holding it down for us as well that are incredible partners.
0: Amazing, well thank you so much for joining us today. I was so happy to be here thank you for having me. Awesome That was such an awesome conversation, I loved learning about April's journey and I'm really excited to see a product that works so well that has such amazing ingredients i can't wait to try it for myself what are your guys's do's and don'ts for your skincare routine